Welcome to the News Grubs podcast, a new and refreshing news format presented by the one and only Scotto, AP and The Fish. Hi everyone and welcome to News Grubs, the podcast that keeps King Charles III informed. I'm Scotto and joining me as usual, Fishy and AP. Hi guys. Hey Scotto. G'day. This week we're looking at why... A woman farts in the cheese aisle at supermarkets, I can't begin to imagine. Uh, A naked carpenter that's been arrested once more. Uh, Possibly the world's biggest McDonald's superfan and what else he does when he goes to the Golden Arches. A woman who faked her pregnancy to get some time off work, doesn't surprise me. Uh, But first, have you ever wondered what human flesh tastes like? I mean, this has been one of the big questions in my mind for the whole of my life. Has it really? Absolutely. Absolutely. Is biting off a cuticle uh, amount to eating human flesh? I suppose technically, yes. Oh, it doesn't. It's, okay. a, it's, carrot, it's um, keratin. It's um, completely different. Oh, so it's like um, uh, munching on rhinoceros horn to improve your sex life. Yes. Uh, as opposed to chewing your fingernails. Yes. Which reminds me, leave the bloody elephants and the rhinos alone, you bastards. Do your own nails. Anyway, back to the story. Uh, the New York Post has reported that a company in Sweden has uh, released a bizarrely unique burger. Uh, and uh, it has, well, it's a plant-based burger. But the fascinating thing about it is it's alleged to taste like human flesh. How do they know? I'm glad you asked that very question. I have no idea. Oh, I have. Um, I, I, there's a, um, You've read a the link. story. At the back of the story, yes. Oh, right. okay. when you, once you've read the story, there's a link to another story which um, interviews people who, unfortunately, as far as I'm concerned, have experience at eating human flesh. Now, all right, let me just pause you there because uh, yep. I didn't read that particular part of the story. Why right. have they eaten human flesh? Are they some kind of weirdos? Uh, well, they're criminals. Um, oh, uh, I see. Murdered people. Uh, and and ate, ate them. Uh, one wife murdered her husband and ate him, which... Oh, well, I'm fair enough. She'd be an expert then, you would think. I had some mixed feelings about reading the story at that point because I'm right. married. But, uh, <laughs> I, I just, uh, you guys don't need to worry. Yeah, I think I'm fairly safe. Uh, yeah, and so um, the consensus seems to be that we're like veal. Oh, really? Like, yeah. Okay. Oh, that's some good because it's flesh, hard to get veal at the moment. Yeah, some of the flesh consistency, uh, they say, is a little bit like beef, but otherwise it's, it's um, uh, young, youngish veal. Uh, sometimes, like uh, you know, we can be a little bit tough. I just um, need to cook it a bit better than I would imagine. Yeah, that's probably in the method, really. With a bit of uh, maybe a nice masala sauce. Or bad choice of individual to eat. Oh, well, yes. You'd, you know, you'd probably want to get somebody that hasn't really done a lot of, you know, power work exercising sort of like thing. Spring, yeah, like a young spring lamb. Yeah, so, yeah. You want to so, get a young'un. I, yeah, look, I think I, doing the further reading on this story was most unfortunate. <laughs> right. <laughs> not going to sleep well tonight. Oh, dear. Did it put you off? Uh, no, no, I'll zap down and get a hungry check burger later on. Uh, you're not worried about uh, the missus um, popping off to suggest uh, she'll go and get the burger for you? I am going to put some sort of infrared perimeter around my uh, my bed. I think that's a very wise move. So this thing is uh, plant-based, as I mentioned earlier. Yeah, and, and, and was it McDonald's or Hungry Jack's that recently took their plant-based uh, burgers? I think it was Hungry Jack's. Mm-hmm. They removed their plant-based burgers off the menu. Makes That's sense right. to me. Why would you bother? That's right. If, you, if you're going to go to a ham, and this is a hamburger place, I take it. Yes, so, well, I assume so. If you're going to go to a hamburger place, you want meat. Well, I do. That's why you go to a hamburger place. Well, see, this is where I find all this vegan extra stuff. I mean, almond milk. It's not milk. 
Soy milk. Oat's no, no, milk. It's and, not and milk. It tastes terrible. Have you, have you read anything about why they decided to do it? Uh, no, no, not entirely. I figured you probably so, had. Oomph, oomph uh, which is O-U-M-P-H, exclamation mark, which right. I mentioned is part of the name. I would assume so. Um, when, when asked why would a company want to replicate human flesh in a burger patty, mm-hmm. uh, Henrik Ackerman, the global brand leader oh. at Oomph, had an answer. As a small brand, we need to be bold and ready to push some boundaries to break through. Right. And this campaign is a good example of us doing that. I'll say it is. Yeah, well, I mean, we're talking about it. It's a great example of a stupid thing to uh, to, you know, to try and be bold and ready to push some boundaries. They've pushed them all right. I don't. I, there's probably people that wouldn't go near an oomph product um, because they overstepped the mark. I, I, you know, I just don't feel that the topic of uh, human flesh or replicating it or saying, oh, that, oh, that'd be interesting. Let's buy one of those. Uh, it'd be a bit like uh, Fishy mentioning uh, Hungry Jacks t- uh, taking their uh, replicant off the market. There's no demand. Yeah, yeah, no, zero I think, demand. I think the whole confusion started when uh, they had a sign writer to promote uh, this particular burger place, and it said, "Eat a friend." <laughs> it was supposed to be eat with a friend. Oh, so it's like the old Benny Hill yeah. where he always um, made the mistake or the little doors were closed. Yeah. Couldn't see and the, the sign writer. The sign writer was there the week before and instead of um, writing fresh meat, they, they wrote flesh meat. That's it. <laughs> no. Yeah, the, guy, the guy needs the sack. So they think. So, so they thought then, ah, let's go along with it. Yeah. yeah. Well, <laughs> we've written it once, why write it again? Can't but afford have it. any of you guys eaten a plant-based burger? No. No. No, why would I, I have? Tw- I, I have twice. I gave it the benefit of the doubt. So the first oh. time, I sort of went ah, and then I I had a clean palate, and I thought I'd give them another chance. You've had a nice sorbet beforehand at uh, yes. Hungry Jack's, had you? <laughs> yes. Before the I'd entree, the, before the main. The, I thought I'd give them the benefit of the doubt, so I went in again mm-hmm. and I tried it, and I went ah again. So you're and, not uh, an enormous fan of the plant-based. Style. No, and, and obviously that's why it was removed off a menu because I don't think the thing's working. I must I, admit, I've 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 got relatives, well, de facto step relatives, of course, who are vegans and vegetarians and stuff. And if they come around for Chrissy dinner or something like that, we yeah. have to provide them with some kind of uh, plant-based material uh, for them to munch on. Uh, except those <laughs> that eat chicken and prawns, of course. I don't understand that, but it's a whole different issue. Um, and they, um, uh, we get this like thing this that we stick in the oven for a while and serve it up to them and it just it really looks like dog vomit does it oh yeah and and can i ask you scott Mm -hmm. you eat meat of course oh absolutely and and some of the other guests uh, at these functions eat meat all the rest of them do the vegan parts of the family look at you uh with saliva dripping off their their jaws no they look at us more with contempt really um, really yes and I, I i mean i find it offensive frankly because you know <laughs> if they come to my house i have the decency to offer them a vegetarian alternative or vegan alternative but if yeah. i go to their house i'm expected to eat uh, vegan tacos or, or oh, vegan, yeah, well, they, they don't give me the option oh, that's, just so that's the that's the one i've tried uh my, my eldest daughter as you know is uh, a vegetarian and uh, uh Mrs. AP cooked uh, tacos with mm-hmm. the hudge. Oh, I think that we had burrito stuff as well. But the point is the meat had what looked like mince in there. And look, if you're going to try it, Mexican's the best way to try it because it's got that many spices and mm, extra beans, onion and things like that that 
but it, it's it's probably working the hardest of any recipe to hide the bullshit. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. I accept that. Uh, and, and so the consistency of it looking like mince was actually quite convincing. Mm. Uh, mm. But but there was still a certain blandness, even shining through the heavy Mexican spices. Yep. Uh, where I just don't see the point. I'm not uh, offended uh, by um, you know eating things that used to moo and wine and carry on. Yep. Uh, so I I have no motivation. Uh, you know until my perhaps my cardiologist in ten years time you know says something about my um, the extraordinary capacity to. You know, to eat things that moo. Mm-hmm. Um, at the moment, uh, I, I I don't see any reason to change. So yeah. I, I've got another question: when you when you're eating with your uh, veggie yep. uh, relatives, yep, uh, do you do you let the meat juice just slide off your chin and drip? Oh, absolutely. And you make a point of just eat, you know chewing the meat and oh, and just you know dribbling and going oh, as as does you know the thirty six other people around the table. I might mention my daughter. My, my daughter would not. She's got a sense of humour, but it doesn't stretch that far. <laughs> Most vegetarians and vegans don't. That's the, that's the yeah. point. They have no sense of humour. Uh, I see where um, uh, some uh, crowd uh, that uh, is talking about this whole um, plant-based uh, thing is they want to ultimately feed 10 billion people by 2050 on plant-based um, food yeah. rather than actual proper food. My only question is who asked them to? Well, uh, well there's a second question. like. Where is all this plant-based stuff going to go? They're going to have to chop down trees and forests, and um, you know when 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 avocado season comes to California, just for the purpose of the demonstration, they bring in one billion bees to to pollinate all that, and so at the end of the uh, the pollination period, those bees are all dead. So one billion bees have been murdered. So you can have smashed avocado on your toast. It's offside. It's wrong. Like everything else, uh, uh, once it becomes fashionable. The price will go up. Oh yeah, and I, make it, we'll make it prohibitive. Yeah, and to me, it's it's you know as, as we've quite rightly pointed out, meat is uh, is not plant based meat uh, because it's rubbish. It's a bit like drinking, you know, ordering a Coca Cola and getting a Pepsi. It's oh just not the real thing, is it? A woman who likes to fart in the cheese aisles of village supermarkets has apparently explained the reason for her unusual, get this, hobby. Oh, I I like a person that has a hobby. Really? Uh, Yeah, I mean, I've got a train hobby. Have you? Yeah. Yeah, train set. Okay. You don't fart all over it, though, do you? No, in fairness, I probably do. Well, he does, (laughs) but I mean, he doesn't call it a hobby, does he? No, I don't call that part the hobby. TikToker. Oh, yes, well, that says it all, doesn't it? <laughs> Amy Scott. No, of course. Uh, AKA, no, no oh, that's for people who don't know what that is. Also known as Plastic Amy. I'm assuming that's the photo of Plastic Amy in the picture above oh, the thing. Well, I'm also assuming that the picture is actually while she's farting, given the look on her face. Yes, it looks like an expression. Mm. Yeah. God, what a horror. Yeah. She shared a short uh, but insightful clip. Uh, with her uh, 361,000 followers. Oh, God. Uh, in which she makes um, um, owl, uh, an eyebrowsing, an eyebrow-raising admission. Oh, dear. Uh, in uh, the post, uh, which has uh, be, been more, uh, 
sorry, been uh, viewed more than 17 million times. Wait a minute, she's got 316. 61,000, yep. 1.7 million times it's been reviewed. I see, sorry, 1.7 million. I mean, people are watching this thing several times over. I was just going to do the calculation. Yeah. But I can't be bothered now. Three, uh, about five times. Yeah, that'd be about right. On average. Well, I. What's going on? Well, maybe other people have have watched it too, because let's face it, um, she's a strange looking woman, and I'd have to look at it a couple of times. And I haven't actually, as yet, look at it to see. What she does, she uses a thing called a plastic surgery filter, which apparently you can use on TikTok. Oh, so she doesn't actually look as horrific as that? Yeah, partially conceal your facial features. No, no, she does. She does worse. Oh, okay, right. (laughs) The filters Uh, improve situations. She also speaks in a high-pitched voice to uh, disguise her normal voice. In other words. She's an idiot. She's a wanker. Yeah, basically. She's a complete other wanker. She's she's allowed her real name to be used uh, in the article, obviously. Yes. (laughs) And and then she's got her AKA name as well. So we all know. So she's a clever woman as well. Yeah, so she she reckons she gets a lot of pleasure out of it, a lot of enjoyment, just dropping a fart in the cheese section. I mean, and she gets pleasure particularly uh, uh, trying to fool the patrons into thinking that when they go, oh, isn't that a lovely cheesy smell over there? It's, and it's not a cheesy smell; uh, it's a fart smell. Oh, I'm picking up slight notes of oak and rosemary, and oh my gosh, how tar, how lovely it is! Oh, now it's all predicated, of course, on the fact that her farts would stink. Well, maybe she eats my patented steak and chips or steak and um, uh, potato uh, with sliced onion. In which case, people would be passing out in the cheese aisle. But dying, frankly. I'll tell you what, if she did that, yeah, exactly. It'd be eye-watering. Oh, it'd be more than that. As AP says, there'd be people collapsing and possibly dying in the... uh, She should be be charged with assault. Well, funny you should mention that, uh, AP, because uh, a man was arrested um, uh, for farting in a police officer's face. Uh, yes. Um, while he did have a few other um, offences under his belt, it certainly didn't help matters. He'd been caught <laughs> shoplifting, uh, and during the course of the arrest, he uh, uh, dropped one in um, Plod's face, yeah. and Plod was not at all happy. Well, he, he had, had to drop them. I've, I've got questions. Drop. Yes, yeah. I knew he would. <laughs> How did the policeman's face get to be at arse level with the perpetrator uh, during the arrest procedure? I, I imagine there was some kind of struggle. I'm not entirely sure. doesn't actually say. It just says uh, uh, when police appra- appra- apprehended uh, this chappy, Mr. Hapgood, unfortunate name, he broke wind in the officer's face during the course of that arrest the uh, court heard. I love when courts talk name. like that. He could change his name to Blowgood. <laughs> I think he was holding in farts. I think he was. And and uh, in fact, if if he if he held on longer, he could have been charged with possession of swollen goods. He could well have been. And I I think it could be there could be some contributory negligence on the part of the cops, because you know the standard Dick Tracy questioning line: "Are you holding out on us?" If he if he said yes and then blew it out all in his face, I mean he's only complying. That's true. He is. You should have been a lawyer. Yes. Or a criminal. Uh, you'd think that that's a pretty unique crime, but a couple of years back, a, a man in Austria was fined 500 euros for loudly farting near police officers. There seems to be an entire generation of people just dropping their guts um, subsequently uh, near um, uh, police officers. There yeah. are, Scotto and AP, there, there are some countries, particularly in Europe, mm-hmm. I name them, where. Austria, clearly. Where, uh, particularly uh, our generation, mm-hmm. 
just drop farts. Oh, I do it all the time. Let's face it. Now, I, I was with uh, the cleaner. Oh, he's uh, good at it. Years and years and years ago oh, yeah. at Sheraton on the park waiting for an elevator to take us up to the gymnasium. Mm-hmm. And who should be waiting in the at the at the elevator with us? Give me a hint. Mickey Rooney. No, I'm not sure who you're talking about. The world famous American no, actor. Probably need a bit more of a hint. Uh, Mickey Rooney. Oh, short guy. Yes. Oh, right. Yeah, no, I know who yeah, you're talking he, he was in um, uh, that uh, movie. Uh, yeah, the movie. Yeah. <laughs> the, the one in the museum. <laughs> Night, of the, uh, Night at the Museum. Where the hell was he in that? He was, he was one of the employees there with uh, Dick Van Dyke. Uh, and another oh, oh. What, was the uh, one with Ben Stiller? Yes, that's the one. I didn't. Oh, I don't remember seeing him in that. Or is there another Night at the Museum movie that... Uh, I'm oh, not, there's several, actually. I'm but, not sure. But I think he's in most of them. Look, I'll accept that. Anyway, anyway Mickey, back to the so story. Mickey Rooney's waiting for the elevator, so are we, obviously. Mm-hmm. And he was standing almost at the door. Mm-hmm. And he lifts his right leg up. As you would. And drops a fart. As you do. And the cleaner and I just looked at each other and thought, now, was that just rude or... Do we experience a privileged moment? Because oh. Mickey Rooney is really a... He's the golden boy. He's royalty virtually in the yeah. acting sense. Acting royalty. Yeah, absolutely. I oh, know. I'd, 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 be, I'd, be, I'd be sucking it in in the hope yeah. that some might rub off on me and I could become an actor. Well, that makes me feel better because <laughs> I did. <laughs> well done. Sadly, it hasn't worked for you, but never mind. I mean, well, I got sick for three days. <laughs> You're getting to the point where if you want to really take in the experience like this, you've got to camp, carry an empty jam jar with you. Oh, then you can sell it. Then you can sell it. It reminds you me of when the... It. Sorry? You can sign the lid and then... You Wouldn't just, you need a, like a, a you, decompression thing to suck the air and then repump it into the glass? Well, I, I don't know. There was that woman that used to fart in jars and sell it. Scoop it around. You scoop it around near his ass and close the lid. Yeah, I think that'd be enough. It reminds me, though, of um, uh, your story, uh, Fishy, uh, of uh, the moose when he was in Japan. And he'd been baking one for several hours and finally got onto the uh, train in Tokyo and uh, in the Ginza district, you know, with 400,000 other poor bastards. And um, standing about four feet taller than everyone else, and all of a sudden he just couldn't hold it in any longer, and off it went. And it was one of those absolutely horrific ones that some people do drop. Uh, And um, the poor little Japanese school kiddies and businessmen and wives and husbands and all the rest of it in the place were all, um, you know, just desperately hoping the train would pull up a station so they could um, open the, the doors and get off. But alas, that didn't happen. And they're all there with their little masks on, tears rolling out of their eyes, people trying to collapse on the ground but couldn't because it was so crowded. And all he did was look across at all of these people and go, sorry. <laughs> that was it. That was all he could do. All I think he could the public do. transport system has a lot to answer for. When they changed from uh, cloth seats oh, yeah. to vinyl seats. Yeah, but did the cloth not sort of absorb it and keep it in there? It did yes. If if you were, that's my skilled, recollection. If you were skilled, mm-hmm. you could, and you had a, a farting problem, mm-hmm. you could release into the seat megalitres of gaseous of material. Gas. Yeah, of gaseous, dangerous gaseous <laughs> material. Diffuser. <laughs> Imagine if that many people were on the train and uh, all uh, let rip at the same time. And yeah. in those days when you could smoke on the train, I mean, it could have been the Hindenburg all over on a train. Oh, my God, the humanity. <laughs> Bang!
if you boys uh, booked a carpenter to come to your house to do some work, mm-hmm. and he showed up just with his tool belt, biting his meat and veg, right, and not a stitch of bloody clothing on apart from that, mm-hmm. what would you do? Uh, am I in a built-up suburban area or no, just, isolated? In like, well, I mean, I, let's, let's say, let's say it's, pro- it's probably more like Scotto's scenario. The compound. Yeah. Oh, so, I'd let him go his hardest. Yeah. So, so, so I, quite a phrase. That assumes, that, assumes uh, that he gets past your sentry without getting shot. Well, that is true. Yeah, yeah uh, that's a fair call. It's a, a slightly unusual thing because his tool belt at the front uh, gives no cover as far as I can see by the photos to his, uh, to his ass. No, so, no. Um, if if um, if the sentry uh, did see someone like that, you know, wandering down the driveway with the toolkit. Yep. Um, firstly, the first observation is he probably wouldn't make it to your door. Fair but call. if he did, uh, I you know I don't know what business has has a guy like this got. A naked carpenter's been jailed again Ugh. after exposing himself just hours after being released. He rocked up to the police station to ask. Some sort of question about about um, his use of a mobile phone. So there must have been some restrictions imposed on him the first time uh, around. His last incarceration, mm-hmm. which uh, was only the day before, wasn't it? He yeah, was, uh, released from jail. Yes. Yeah. The or, one of the orders that he was uh, given was that he had to wear at least two layers of clothing. Uh-huh. Uh huh. The the order being given in two thousand nineteen. Uh, to try and curve his behaviour, uh, he calls himself a naturist, and he likes to uh, well, wander around in the buff, get around without a lot of uh, gear on. Let's yeah. say, yes. Yeah. So, uh, in order to get around this, uh, Mr. Jenner arrived at Maidstone Police Station on the twelfth of January wearing see-through pants and a mesh thong. See, I'm, I, I, to me, that means he's he's complied with uh, the court's order. He's two had layers. Two, two layers of clothing two layers. on. So uh, DC Melanie Bolt uh, uh, recalled they saw everything as he arrived. So the uh, the mesh must have been a very broad mesh. Oh, a bit they, like a chain mail. And they, they saw, uh, they saw his Makita, did they? They did see the Makita. <laughs> saw his chopper. Mm. Uh, and um, so uh, he uh, had been released recently, uh, released uh, only the day before, from prison for a large number of offences for exposure. Yep. Uh, so I think, I think he's got some problems. He's got some massive problems. Oh, yeah. I think you're being a bit harsh there. I mean, you uh, came uh, into the world naked. Yes. Um, you know, when they smacked you on the bum when you've shot down that chute and whisked you straight out into the world. And I mean, tre- being a naturist, there's a tremendous amount of people in a naturist. I must admit, when we were up, the GF and I were on holiday at wherever it was, out to Buggery somewhere or other in our little cabin, uh, we spent the day in the nutty, in the nudie rudy, and uh, I didn't have a problem with it. Um, I'm sure other people, had they been there, might have. But I, my argument is that's their problem. Was this in front of other people, no, strangers? Well, I mean, there was a few people water skiing on the uh, lake down below, but they didn't seem overly um, concerned. So this guy's a former soldier. Um, and I, I, I don't. I imagine that the defence forces didn't let him get round in the buff, you know, in the trenches, and you know, crawling on his stomach under the barbed wire during the training. You know, did he well, as long to- as he was not crawling on his back, I can't see the problem. <laughs> oh, I don't know. We're at the ground. Oh, no, nah, I, th- I think it's offside. Yeah, no, oh, I'd expect and- that from you. You're a, you're a fuddy duddy. He no, claims I'm it's a I'm breach. I'm not. I mean, but- look, you're living in a civilized society. Well, in, are in, we in really a, in, in a city? Right. Yes. And 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 clearly, 
the city needs to be protected from loonies like this idiot. Well, yes and no. If he I... wants to behave like a natu- n- nudist or naturalist or whatever he wants to do, you, you go out somewhere you go in, to the, a proper place. in the sticks mm-hmm. where like-minded people are also doing that activity. I, ex- I know, accept that. You don't just you know, try and shock people by turning up naked. Yeah, you, I mean, you're going there with when people, kids are around. People getting the same advice from qualified professionals and, and often on the same sort of medication. You, you're like-minded. You, you go out into the great world, and this is unacceptable behaviour. So um, let me ask you, let me ask you, Yes. because I'm a member of, virtually anyway, of the gotopless.org foundation. Oh. which is a uh, an organisation that promotes the right of women to wander around topless. Oh, yes. Now, their argument is that they might be out and about, uh, they could be at a beach or anywhere else for that matter, and there'll be some big fat bastard with a big beer gut and hair all over him and disgusting and looking thing. a big set of cans on them. Yeah, yeah, a big set of cans on them, wandering around, you know, in a pair of stubbies with his bum crack hanging out and his schlong poking down the side of his pants, all the rest of it, whatever the case may be. And that's perfectly acceptable. Well, not in my view, obviously. Uh, but if young darling, good looking, let's let's say, for an example, Elle McPherson when she was 18, was one to wander around topless, she could be arrested. And that's just offside in my view. That's just wrong. If if they want to go around topless, they should be able to. And if this bloke wants to go and do his carpentry in the nutty, um, I've got no problem with that. Has anyone t- has anyone suggested to the uh, females that want to have equal? Because I'm assuming this is part of this equal opportunity front. That, oh, I would that, I would assume so. Yeah, that that if they get their wish mm-hmm. to be careful what they wish for, because if they get granted the wish of being able to walk around like that. Yeah. But they're going to get 97,000 more fat pricks in stubbies uh, yeah. with their ass hanging out uh, there just to leer at them with the tongue hanging out and drool down one side of their mouth. Oh, I didn't say it's not going to end badly. Yeah, I mean, it's not – it's not. It's a guy dressed like that, uh, you know, who's, you know, in, in the state that he's in mm-hmm. uh, is, is, is not a sexual thing. It's a, it's a, gro- it's a, it's a gross – Yeah. Again, okay. well, that then comes back to the uh, male of the species being a sick pervert when um, it shouldn't make any difference. I'm, yeah, well, I'd be more than happy to see. They're uh, saying they want the right to walk around like that, but yep. they don't understand the uh, the uh, implications in, in in terms of. Uh, so you want the these women to walk around in some kind of head to toe covering? Oh, what are we in the eleventh century? But see, if, this is, if, if this guy, uh, uh, Mister Jenner, yes, uh, is targeting, you know. Um, Middle-aged women to sort of you know entertain them at at their home. Oh, that's a different issue. Okay, well, okay, I'm sure. Okay, okay, I can understand the women would probably fancy that situation. But what if mm-hmm. carpenters mm-hmm. are not all uh, as well built as Mr. Jenner, and they're built as you described earlier of, of the scenario out on the beach of big overweight hairy guy, big fat bastards, etc. And and let's say. She books a uh, uh, female books uh, the carpenter out of an ad, mm-hmm. and this big fat guy turns up. Well, then she'd have to just go. Oh no, mate! Here's uh, here's ten dollars. Nick off. There you go. And that's I've, I've got no problem with that. I'm mildly concerned though that it does say uh, here in the story um, with Mr. Jenner that he admitted he didn't wear underpants during his shifts as a delivery driver, and actually had a hole cut in oh, his crotch. I know. Now that. <sighs> I've got to say, oh. that is a little bit odd. I mean, if you're going to do that, um, if you're not going to wear undies, just go commando. That's fine. I've done that myself on occasion. Um, and, you know, I kind of like the feeling, oh, I've got to say. 
but I, I don't have a hole cut out in my crotch. Is it to scratch one's, I don't know, what? Well, I don't know. I just assume it's to have the meat and veggies you know, slipped out and um, on display. Maybe he's maybe he's got a big schlong and he's very proud of it. I don't know. I don't want yeah, to. That's a big problem. If you employed him to go to your house mm-hmm. as a carpenter, yeah. which was my opening remark, yes. that, that's, that's, it's a totally unsolicited uh, thing that you're being you're being uh, exposed to, as yes, it were, so when he speak. shows up. If yep. you if, if he's uh, got all the proper uh, registrations and permits uh, to operate as a gigolo, and uh, a woman picks up the phone and calls, you know, Chippy Mister Whippy. Yes, he rolls up dressed like that. Well, there's Happy an days. expectation there that you know that he's going to uh, you know the the little toolbar in the front of his pants, you know, might start poking further out as he, you know, etc. Cetera, etc. Cetera. But it's the it, it's all about expectation, and yeah. uh, I don't think he's—I uh, don't think he's living in the real world. And, and and being a carpenter and all of that with a hole in your pants and all that puts a whole new meaning to tongue and groove. Well, it certainly does, mind you. In this day and age, if uh, a naked carpenter turned up at uh, anyone's house uh, to do a job, I think they'd be bloody happy and thrilled to bits just to have a carpenter turn up. Frankly. Oh, I love this story. I knew you would. A McDonald's super fan has eaten... You're sitting down? I am. 32,000 Big Macs. What, in his entire life? (laughs) Yes. How old is he? Uh, You put put me on the spot. I'll I'll give you a tip. He's been doing it for 50 years. Not that many. He uh, he, uh, started doing it on the 17th of May, 1972. Um, which which must have been I would I would imagine because the first one here opened in seventy four didn't it? Uh, oh, I, would, I think McDonald's was around a lot before that. But anyway, um, Don Gorski. Oh, it says it all. Yeah. Uh, he ever since he tasted McDonald's for the first time. Oh. Back on the seventeenth of May, nineteen seventy two, he was hooked. More. Mm. Absolutely hooked. He said it was the first place he went after getting a new car. Oh, as you would. <laughs> and the, and that trip uh, kicked off the habit of a lifetime, which he sustained for over 50 years, as you correctly mentioned earlier, Scott. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, when we got to the McDonald's, he ordered and ate three Big Macs for lunch. Oh, I, could, I used to be able to do that. And he liked the burger so much, he went back twice later and ordered more burgers. And you reckon Fred in the nutty's got an issue? <laughs> Jesus. But he doesn't order chips with it. Oh. Because he, he wants to savour the taste of the burger. Of the two all-beef patty, special sauce, lettuce, cheese, pickles, onions on a sesame seed bun. Yeah, absolutely. Now, do you think he, he's strange? Yes. Yes, I do. Hang on, you've had three burgers in one sitting, right? Yeah, I, when I was 17 at school, yes, when okay. you know, we first went there. I haven't never, never done it since. Okay, well, you've you've gone on to you know, better quality food as well. He, he, he's no, I've just gone to a double quarter pounder and cheese. Okay, well, but he's content. He's yeah, I mean, that's true. No chips, and apparently he's in remarkably good health he even, as a uh, result of this. He even proposed to his wife at McDonald's. He did. Yeah, I mean, that's romantic. He's in, he's in good health except for that haircut. Come on. Um, well, he looks a bit... He's got some good he's, chops he's on the, the side, He's too. got the Bill Gates haircut, okay? Yeah, no, that's true. And he's got uh, chops like um, uh, our friend, um, Mr. Tarr, Justin Tarr, isn't it? Yes. Yeah. Doesn't have the whole beard, but he's got the chops there. 
Uh, he keeps track of every receipt and every burger box to track yeah, his incredible that, that, history. Yeah, that's the weird part. I think we're starting to get a bit weird now. That's the weird part because, okay, I, 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 you I were don't trying, mind. You were going to ignore that, weren't you? I, I, I don't mind. Yeah, well, no, I wasn't going to ignore it. I was going to sort of ease into it. But right. I don't mind the receipt thing because he could have had a legitimate tax deduction, especially if he was bringing someone to talk business. Right. right. No, fair call. Yeah, yeah, I accept McDonald's. that. But the, 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 the boxes that the burger came in, what the hell would you want to do with that? Apparently, he's he, he wants to remember the experience by having – no, uh, the the box of that burger for that particular event. But imagine, sorry, thirty two thousand boxes. Where but, does he put? But not only that. Imagine <laughs> though the, the collection. And no, in fairness, he has an incredible collection because you think he's gone from the original wrapped in a bit of toilet paper through to the polystyrene container yes. that they used to come through, yes. uh, through then the cardboard and back to the whatever they have now. I mean, uh, in fairness, that's that's you know McDonald's probably will will buy that from his wife when he dies. Um, as a result of the enormous cholesterol and salt uh, contamination. It's a little bit unhygienic, really. So you're going to you... go to Wisconsin, are you, and uh, see the uh, the McDonald's Big Mac wrapper museum? Uh, you pay 15 <laughs> bucks to get in. Well, I'm go, tempted oh, to now. And then they have to issue gas masks because the the, um, the mould uh, spores right. in the air from the leftover food. I mean, if this guy's had 32,000 hamburgers, uh, you know, then he doesn't need us to remind him that there's food... Uh, there's food left over, That's melted true. cheese stuck to the inside of it, lettuce. That's true. Whatever. Unless the preservatives have kicked in. And I'm going to say they probably have. I remember seeing a photo of a Big Mac that was, uh, you know, 54 years old uh, mm. and it looked as fresh as the day it was made. <laughs> so uh, I think the preservatives are there. He, um, of course, he calls it a sandwich. I don't know why Americans call that. Uh, he did eat a, a Burger King Whopper once back in 1984 after a friend bet him to do it. Mm. Um and then he spent uh, Don um, you know, won the bet, obviously, and then spent uh, the money on uh, more Big Macs. More Big Macs. <laughs> he's uh, he's a very famous figure in McDonald's circles. I'm surprised he hasn't you know been given his own franchise. Frankly, he could well, support he's, it he's, himself. His local have revered him. And I'm not uh, surprised. Thirty-two thousand burgers. Apparently, there's a portrait of him in uh, in the McDonald's store over there. Oh, but obviously, he's the biggest customer. He has to be. You are. Check the He's yeah. got the, the Ronald McDonald badges. I, I reckon he's on a on a um, a watch list somewhere. But, I mean, you look <laughs> he's any doubt, look at him. <laughs> he'd be he, he'd be on some sort of order to keep a hundred metres from any school. Oh, without a shadow, a hundred metres from anywhere other than the Golden Arches, I think. And he's not allowed to buy Happy Meals. Oh, I wouldn't think so. No. <laughs> you know, sometimes people lie. And mm. uh, they might, you know, ring up their work and say, I'm oh, a bit sick, not going to come into work today. Yeah, I've done that. And I'm oh, so have I. I think pretty much everyone has. But have you ever, and I'm going to say probably not before I even ask the question, but let's ask it anyway. Have you ever thought about um, faking a pregnancy in order to get seven weeks um, paid maternity leave? No. I, I, but I, I bet I, if you I, could, you would. <laughs> No, no, I wouldn't because I'm a male for a start. And, and secondly, I have faked or feigned illness by ringing up going, <coughs> hello, oh, hi, is Jennifer there? Oh, okay. Could you just tell her I won't be coming in? I've gone to the doctor. He's told me to take three days off. All right, see you later. Yeah. Do you want to go down to the bowling alley? Happy days. <laughs> 
Yeah. Uh, so, uh, but you wouldn't do it for seven weeks. So basically, you are in fact a fraudster. Yes. You're just not a full-on fraudster like uh, Robin Folsom, who allegedly uh, faked multiple pregnancies over several years. Of course, she's now facing three counts of making false statements and one count of identity fraud. I imagine she um, she identified. Wasn't anyone at, at no. work curious to see her kid after she gave birth? Oh, no, no one would care. It was a rat's ass. Well, uh, yeah, they, they were, and she showed them pictures. There you go. Of babies, right? But, I mean, I, look, I'm, she's not a Mensa member, right? I'm going to go out there on a limb right now. Because <laughs> you are the, way out there now, man. <laughs> some of the pictures that she showed them were of different kids with different skin pigments. Oh, that's, a, that's, a, that's explainable. The people at her work started to form an opinion that she might be telling porkies. Um, she also, uh, after she gave birth, uh, well, uh, it's alleged that a man named Bran Ottenbibu emailed the uh, the team leaders at her agency claiming to be the father of the newborn baby. Oh, that was nice of him. Fulsom's doctor had mandated several weeks of rest following the delivery. Oh. And uh, and it was her. So that's, that's the identity fraud. So she's created a false email address. Oh, that's why the identity fraud. And that's the identity fraud. So she apparently uh, um, has sent that email purporting to, uh, it, that it was from her partner. Oh, I see. Apparently, they thought the baby bump wasn't quite right because it used to move around a little bit. Yes. To which she yes. said, oh, no, it's the baby kicking or something or other. Uh, and also part of her stomach actually came away she, from her she body. Bought one that of was those, how you going. You can buy those uh, fake baby bump costumes. Oh, yeah. Well, a lot of um, uh, of these prenatal classes actually make men wear them so they can feel as though they're – and then sleep in them, you know, wear them for a week or whatever so that they can get the feeling of what it's like to be up the dark. I went to one of those uh, classes and uh, I was a bit overweight in those days. Oh, and, and people kept uh, asking if you were pregnant? No, uh, they kept asking me if they could borrow the yes, baby bump costume. Time to <laughs> take it off and give it to someone else. Oh, bugger. <laughs> <laughs> bugger. Um – the GVRA employees, the human resources, just started putting two and two together and realised that something wasn't quite right, uh, especially when, as I say, they discovered the uh, baby bump had moved around a bit and ended up on her back, uh, which she just uh, exclaimed she was um, <laughs> retaining water, apparently. Um, <laughs> so, or anyway, she was, she was practic practising to become a Kardashian. Oh, one of the, yeah, one or the other. Um but uh, but she managed to get um, plenty of uh, paid um, paid leave, which was the whole point of the uh, ex uh, the evidence yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. or the exercise, I should say. Um, but um, eventually she was caught out, and um, oops, sorry, let me just turn that off. Uh, and um, sorry, I should have had that off earlier. They want their baby bump. Yeah, they want their baby bump back. Yes. <laughs> Uh, they were able to, uh, George's independent uh, inspector general was able to discover, investigate and put an end to this alleged deception because uh, they will always stand up to protect taxpayers' dollars, well, you know, the yep, ones yep. they gave her in the first place that she subsequently has spent uh, on all sorts of things, I imagine. It's a pretty elaborate scheme really just to get a few free days off work. Well, seven weeks. All right. Okay. Seven weeks. I mean, I, I think it, I think it underlines the fact that every story that we've done on New Scrubs today, um, these people need help. All of them. shows that none of them are uh, Mensa uh, applicants. Yeah. Oh. Well, not only that, they're, they're also you know, there's some sort of uh, alter, alternate reality that these people live in. Yeah. Exactly. Help. 
Yes. It's not going to go well for her, though. If uh, she's found guilty, uh, she could face up to 25 years in the big house and pay up to $103,000 in fines. Goodness gracious. So all for trying to get a few weeks' um, maternity leave. Well, there is an upside. Yes. If she goes to the big house, she's got 20 years holiday. Good point. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Yeah, Can't argue with that. Unpaid. Well, no, you, you, I think you get paid in American jails because you're making um, uh, either on a chain gang, working on the chain gang, or making number plates. Number plates. So I think yeah. you get a couple of you know a couple of cents a, a year or something like that. That's my imagination. Or I, I believe to be the case anyway. Well, that's it for news grubs this week. Just an odd world, isn't it? Wow. <laughs> Especially today's episode. Um, make sure you join us next time for all the stories that you won't hear anywhere else. And uh, don't forget to subscribe. Hit that little subscribe button right up there uh, so you can keep up to date with the uh, the latest episodes. And, uh, of course, if you've got a comment or you'd just like to uh, say something in general, you know, maybe just like, I don't know, hello or goodbye or something, uh, mail at newsgrubs.com and we'd love to hear from you. Yeah. Uh, we'll see you all again next week. Bye, Fishy. Bye, EAP. Yes, got See yes, you later, bye. around, everyone. Bye. Thanks for listening to the News Grubs. We'll be back next week.